This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson, here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual-threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv, an unmatched dual threat. Blue Lion. The Arizona Cardinals select Kyler Murray. And the 2019 Offense Rookie of the Year is Kyler Murray. This year's most valuable player, Lamar Jackson. He injected himself. Looking for back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles. He is Houdini. Touchdown. Patrick Mahomes with a rope. Chiefs are Super Bowl champions here in Miami. All right, guys, welcome back to the Established the Past podcast, presented by Clutch Points and our friends at Blue Wire. I'm your host, Blake Lovell. With me is my co-host, Dylan Reagan, and uh, we are back here for um, our bold predictions. And boy, do we love these every single season. Uh, this is Dylan, our, our kind of what we're calling our, our in-between episode before we make our huge predictions, uh, which will be in the uh, next episode of our podcast with the NFL uh, set to kick off. Uh, my goodness, so next week. How crazy is yeah. that? Um, it's nuts to be saying that after the year it's been. But, uh, yes, NFL is set to kick off this week as of now, and um, that is uh, certainly going to be something we talk about when we make our predictions Super Bowl predictions, all that good stuff. That'll be in our next episode. But before we do that, uh, one of our final previews, I guess. We've done so many preview episodes here throughout the off season, and you go back in the archives, check all that out. But uh, this will be one of the final ones as we look at our bowl predictions for the season. And, uh, Dylan, we came up with these, and uh, these are kind of a mixture. We've got six. Uh, who knows? By the end of this episode, we may have more uh, if they pop into our minds. But uh, this is just sort of a mixture of – uh, player-specific predictions, uh, team-specific predictions, uh, and other things like that. But uh, we think it's a good batch, and uh, I think we will see uh, how many of these we get right. Uh, again, they are bold, but uh, who knows? Maybe we'll get one of these right. Yeah, I think at least one will have to, to go our way. I yeah, didn't give away any of the playoff teams that we're going to talk about next week <laughs> with our predictions there, but did I do have one that's a decently uh, big-name team that I'm not going to pick the playoffs, just uh, – before we get to it, just the NFC, obviously, so, so crowded. And even with the extra playoff team, uh, there's going to be at least one or two teams where I feel like their fan base is going to be pretty disappointed by missing the postseason. So kind of narrowed it down. And 
hopefully won't give away too much of who I'm actually picking to get <laughs> some of the, the final spots. But yeah, uh, mostly yeah, predictions for some of these players will not be predicting uh, whether Alvin Kamara will be traded. Uh, that was the whole big report that we've been covering the last hour or so, where apparently the Saints are open to trading him. Uh, his camp saying they don't. I haven't asked for a trade. So yeah, yeah I, I'm going to hold off on that one. I, I have no idea where to begin in terms of where he'd possibly be traded. It does. It sounds like, um, if, you know, if they get the, the offer, they, you know, an offer they can't turn down. Sure, but otherwise, at this point, it doesn't sound like maybe we're making too big of a deal at this point with uh, whether he's actually going to be out of New Orleans. Well, as we talked about before we started, uh, good thing that uh, we have held off on our fantasy football drafts because. This is what I'm going to watch because he is uh, he's very high on my board. So we'll see how this plays out. Hopefully uh, we figure it all mm-hmm. out before our fantasy draft next week uh, for the Clutch Points League there. So we'll see. All right. Speaking of, uh, we're not going to start with Alvin Kamara, but we are going to start with a player. And, of course, I'm going to start with this one. And this one's like, <laughs> this is one of those that's, I mean, we have to come up with bold predictions. And it's like some of these are, are out there, and but that's the only way to make them bold, right? And And this was... This was the theme of our podcast when we first started it here. We're up to episode 97, 98 now, so we're almost to that 100 mark. Um, but way early in the podcast, this was pretty much called the Clutch Points Establish the Pass Antonio Brown Podcast. And uh, we talked about him so much. Yet, we're going to start here, and uh, this is one of my bold predictions. I'm going to say that Antonio Brown plays for someone during the 2020 <laughs> season. Uh, maybe the fact that I'm keeping it vague in terms of playing for someone uh, could leave open the idea that maybe he plays in the XFL, something like that. Uh, but I know everyone's going to try to stick to the NFL with this. But I will say that Antonio Brown plays somewhere. I know, you know, suspension, all that type of stuff. A lot of things are going to factor into this. Um, again, because it's a bold predictions, I'd say the chances aren't necessarily high. Uh, but we've heard the rumors about possibilities, you know, Seahawks, all that kind of stuff. We've heard Russell Wilson talk about him. Uh, we'll see, but uh, I will use that as one of my bold predictions for the season. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if a team is at least content with where he is mentally, they feel like after eight weeks or how many, I think, eight games that he would be suspended, they feel like they are going to be fine until that point, but it would be a difference maker. I could definitely see it happening. Um, I don't know about the – the Ravens and some of the teams we've seen uh, mentioned in some of the rumors or like players saying uh, good things about him. And that leads to a rumor that's not really a rumor. So, but I, yeah, compared to, uh, compared to how we were maybe at the end of last season where I would have been like, no way, like it's just not in the cards. I feel like things have at least he's not, you don't see like every week there's not some sort of terrible thing or just some, something happening in the news that's making headlines with, Antonio Brown, he stayed relatively quiet in that way outside of the suspension, but I mean, that wasn't him doing anything at this point. So, uh, yeah, I think there's, I know it's, it's definitely a bold prediction, but I, I feel like out of these, uh, out of these, it's one of the ones I'd almost feel a little more confident in just because I, I feel like some team in this weird season is going to see, like, you know, they're, maybe they'll have receiving depth, but if they just, you know, Antonio Brown, we saw briefly last year when he was in the field how effective he was in New England. I could see a contender feeling confident enough about their culture that they could bring him in and it wouldn't be an issue for a, a shortened season like this. And with him only being in there for a few games, definitely could see it happening. Well, I guess we never could have predicted that he would be playing for the Patriots last season. Um, yeah. think a lot's happened <laughs> since then, but uh, still, it's, uh, you know, who knows? Uh, I guess you never say never 
when it comes to um, Antonio Brown in the NFL. All right, Dylan, yours, uh, your first one here is a little bit, I think, more realistic uh, just because of uh, this guy. And we've already talked about this guy as someone uh, who could be a breakout player, not just in his division, uh, but also, you know, in the entire NFL. And he would have to be uh, to meet uh, this bowl prediction of yours here. Yeah, so this one, I, I talked pretty highly of him on the fantasy episodes, um, and it's I understand that there is a little uh, worry based on some of the other guys in his backfield, but yeah, my bold prediction is that rookie Colts running back Jonathan Taylor will finish uh, the season as a le- NFL's leading rusher, not just the rookie leading rusher, not just breaking any rookie <laughs> records, but the NFL's leading rusher. We have seen a lot of guys in, in recent years, either in their first or second year, um, like obviously with Chubb last season and the second season uh, setting or uh, leading the NFL in all of rushing yards. This is based just on, uh, I mean, obviously his own ability. I, there's been maybe some sort of uh, narrative against him, maybe uh, without people even realizing it, just because there haven't been, there's been some pretty good prospects that have come out of Wisconsin running back-wise that really haven't produced at the level that we I would expect in the NFL. I think Taylor, with his skill set, his size, his speed, uh, the way he reads uh, everything, like I just, I feel like he's gonna not, he's not gonna fall into that same kind of situation. So you have that. There's the concern, obviously, with Marlon Mack still in the backfield. Is he gonna be a good enough receiver to take away from Hines' snaps on the field as well? But I just, I feel over the course of the season, he's gonna become the number one guy. You combine that with an offensive line that is projected to be, uh, by pro football focus, the best offensive line in the NFL. Last season, they had the fifth most adjusted yards added per carry just in terms of just pushing and, like, you know, just setting the table for the running backs to succeed. So you have that, and that combined is why football outsiders, they have this back cast stat that kind of projects um, stats for uh, running backs and how they're going to uh, translate as they come to the NFL. And he has the highest score that they've ever had uh, for yeah. rookie running back. Um, so, so, yeah, with this obviously four through nine speed, we talk about that and just they, they kind of compare him to a Saquon Barkley almost, but with an actual legit and uh, insanely good offensive line. So, yeah, that, I mean, that just gets me really excited for what he's going to be able to do fantasy-wise, hoping that not too many people from our Clutch Points Fantasy League listen to this so that uh, he can follow me uh, down a few rounds in the draft. But nonetheless, yeah, it's, it's still, I think, bold to say he'll – just because he does have some competition to uh, start uh, completely throughout the course of the season for the Colts. But I could see him over the course of the year becoming the number one guy and uh, being right there in the running with the Derrick Henrys and Nick Chubbs and Josh Jacobs of the world for the rushing title this season. There's a reason we only promote this podcast to people we don't know, so they don't uh, take our advice. Uh, otherwise, uh, we, don't, <laughs> we don't want to promote it to everyone we do know because uh, we don't want them to steal our advice, not just for fantasy, but uh, some of our bowl predictions. But, yeah, like you said, we've already talked about Jonathan Taylor. We've talked about him a lot uh, in terms of what the Colts could do this season. And, and he could be someone, you know, that's a big asset for them. And, and like you said, I think he could – I mean, we, we kind of said it in the previous, I think, fantasy episode and even in the uh, AFC South preview um, that, you know, it wouldn't be surprising, I think, if he becomes the guy there and, and certainly someone that they're mm-hmm. going to lean on. Uh, Phillip Rivers is not a quarterback, as we know. So it'll uh, be interesting to see how things unfold there on the offense. For the Colts. All right, now for my next one, and uh, I know what people are already going to say as soon as I say this one. It's not that bold, but you know what? We have to pick someone, and I think it is harder, you know, I don't know. I think it's more bold to make this prediction than it would be to say Team A is going to be the best team in the NFL because I think there are probably a couple mm-hmm. options that wouldn't be that bold. Uh, for example, if we said the Chiefs are going to be the best team in the NFL, nothing bold about that, uh, which I guess may also be the case about uh, this one, which is 
The Jacksonville Jaguars will be the <laughs> worst team in the NFL. Uh, and again, I know that's not so bold, probably anymore, especially after their, the Leonard Fournette release and all that. But I don't know. It, it kind of has been harder to pick maybe at times who was going to be the worst team in recent seasons. Because again, Dylan, we have to remember, you go back to week one of last season, we were on the Bengals bandwagon. And then uh, they quickly, you know, turned into the worst team in the NFL. They didn't look so bad in that week one game against the Seahawks. So things can change quite a bit. Uh, And while, you know, a lot of people are probably going to be looking at the Jacks and thinking they may struggle to win a couple games, um, you know, there are some other contenders, I guess, like, I don't know, like, you know, the Redskins. I mean, I guess, I don't even, the Bengals, maybe just because of the division they play in, they may Mm -hmm. struggle to win some games. But uh, overall, I think their schedule could help them win some of those. But really, you know, I can't think of, Anyone else, I guess, that would be in that same category uh, when you look at those teams in particular? Um, mm-hmm. I Like the Giants? I, I don't know. I just, For me, I think it's pretty clear probably that the Jags going to be the worst team, so uh, we'll go with that as one of the bold predictions. Yeah, they'll be right, I think, in that, <laughs> right in the running there for the number one pick. They're definitely in full tank for Trevor Lawrence mode at this point with all the moves they've made. Uh, obviously, going into the draft last year, they loaded up a ton on their defense, excited to see what those guys can do, but to ask them to win a lot of games off the bat is difficult. But yeah, I mean, it would take some team that we're not expecting. Like one, you talk about last year, obviously the Bengals, we wouldn't have expected after week one. The Lions were 3-3-1. and one. They ended up losing nine straight games and having the third worst uh, record last year. Yeah. I would not have expected that after the first six, seven games that they had. So it's tough to predict because, yeah, you look at a lot of these teams and we're like, oh, wow, this should be better or they should form around where they did last year, different things. You, you just don't see anyone that's clearly, like, the just so much turnover, and it really puts Gardner Minshew in a tough spot. I feel like he might still eke out some wins for them, but uh, I think it's, yeah, it's a, it's a bold prediction to pick, predict anyone's going to finish with the worst record because, yeah, <laughs> uh, not uh, the Bengals' schedule def- definitely does not help do them any favors compared Yeah. To Jacksonville, where you know we feel decent about every team in their division, AB, but we're not like at nearly as high as we are in a few of those teams. So, yeah, I, I, I think it still passes the smell test, though, for a bold <laughs> prediction because Gardner Minshew, that magic man. I mean, he's going to find a way to win some games. So maybe I mean, if three and thirteen's bad enough to to get the worst record, which easily could be, then yeah, I could definitely see Jacksonville. I think that's probably right in the um, when we did our floor and ceiling win prediction. That's probably right where we were putting Jacksonville. And let's be honest, this isn't easy for us to do because uh, they're in our our division in the uh, the AFC South. But uh, they're just man, that their roster is it's not where it needs to be. And and you think about that, there there's a thirty for thirty right there. Eventually, once we get through the all the uh, the thirty for thirties for this year alone. Um, boy, that that Jaguars team fall from grace um, after being a win away from the Super Bowl. Oh man, what a what a change uh, it's been uh, for them since then. But uh, yeah, not probably not going to be in the running for Super Bowl this year. But uh, according to our bowl prediction, uh, maybe in running for the worst team in the NFL. But uh, speaking of good things, let's talk about good things. Uh, while we have uh, trouble expecting good things for the Jaguars this season, uh, there are good things going on with DoorDash, and uh, you've counted on restaurants. Now they are counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right to your door. Ordering is easy. All you got to do is open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. 
You can choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory, and many more. Uh, many of your lo- favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery, too. Uh, so those are options. And, again, all you got to do is just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and your food is on its way to you. And right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off your zero delivery fees for your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and just enter the promo code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget, promo code BLUEWIRE for $5 off with your first order with DoorDash. And our friends over at Sunday Ticket, they're getting excited because uh, Sundays are back in the NFL, and with uh, NFLSundayTicket.tv, you can stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices. Plus, they've got the Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels, so you never have to miss your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. All you got to do, use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code BLUEWIRE. All right, next up on the list here, uh, now we're starting to enter the good stuff um, because this next one I think is uh, going to make a certain fan base upset at you, Dylan, but that's nothing (laughs) new. Um, But it's probably going to excite some of the other uh, fan bases as well uh, in this particular team's division, which, as we said earlier, we're not going to give you a spoiler on saying who's going to make the playoffs, but, Dylan, you have a prediction here, a bold prediction on a team that could miss the playoffs that, quite frankly, was not that far from making the Super Bowl last season. Yeah, it pains me as well. Before the Rams moved to L.A., this is a team that I uh, would root for on occasion as I as I tried to, to figure out which team to actually be a fan of until finally the Rams made it easy <laughs> by coming home. So, yeah, this does not make me happy to think about. I picked them last year correctly to win the division. Uh, This year, I'm not clearly picking them to win the division because I have them missing the playoffs, and that is the Green Bay Packers. I've talked a bit about how I think they're, I mean, just based on their record and one-score games, their overall DVOA performances, just all the kind of advanced stuff showing that they weren't as good as a 13-3 team, and all year, their fans got mad about that when people would bring it up on social media, and I get it because, I mean, you still want to root for your team and expect a lot, and I mean, they did still get to the to the uh, obviously to the conference final a year ago before getting blown out by San Francisco. Um, they, I mean, they they beat some good teams, but they also when they did lose some of their games, they lost pretty brutally to to better uh, competition. Uh, obviously, beating Seattle in the second round, but there were some costly mistakes by them. They barely beat the Chiefs when Mahomes was out and Matt Moore was a quarterback. So there's all those things playing into it. I just don't think their defense is going to take the step forward from kind of being a middle of the pack DVOA squad and uh, it's just all, again, it kind of preface at the beginning of the episode. This came more down to me looking at, as, as we go towards our playoff predictions, it's just really hard in the NFC to, to really take away some teams. I don't want to give away the teams I'm ultimately going to pick to make the playoffs, but I'll just say this. Uh, football outsiders, obviously, I'm always referencing their DVOA statistics and different numbers throughout the season. They put out their DVOA playoffs odds report. And the odds are to win the Super Bowl this year. Now, there are, let's see, seven, eight, nine teams in the NFC uh, listed before the Packers uh, in terms of odds to win the Super Bowl. Now, winning 
I, I will say that them and the Vikings are both not in the top 15. <laughs> so uh, while one of those teams will pro- most likely, or the Bears, or the Lions, but one of those teams will have to win the division, they are not really liking the idea of any of them making the all the way to the Super Bowl. So while I, I do think they're still in play and they're a team that I considered, this is kind of going to give away my division pick here for the NFC North, but <laughs> I, I just, I just at the end of the day, there's just all these teams that have better, easier schedules, different things I'm looking forward to, and too many teams I couldn't yeah. uh, leave out. There's only literally a couple spots or even one spot, really, one final playoff spot where I was like, all right, like I got to pick between a few teams for this because I just there's too many uh, there's too many teams where I just like these are auto like I can't not pick these, and so yeah, Green Bay barely just missing the cut here. I, I think it's a bold prediction, but I, I do think if you look across a lot of people's playoff picks, if they're not the division winner for the NFC North for someone, there's probably going to be quite a few that aren't having them uh, making the playoffs as well. Yeah, I think that's an interesting one because we've talked about it. You know, certainly when you look at the roster, um, all the things we've discussed about them, you know, the wide receivers, everybody's talked about it, um, and just, uh, you know, where they're at. I, I think it's going to be interesting to see with them because, you know, even I've seen stuff where people think that the Lions are a team that could, you know, even – and we talked about that. Like, we talked about the Lions last year. We sure said, if, you know, yeah, if, <laughs> if if Stafford, you know, didn't get injured, like they they were not a they, – they were better than their record seemed to indicate – and mm-hmm. I think with this year, you know, I don't know, like I, that, that division's going to be, it always is interesting, but I think this year, especially knowing kind of where the Packers are, uh, we've talked about the Vikings and uh, we're about to talk about another team uh, here with the next bowl prediction. And this is one that I was thinking about and I kind of threw out there to you. Um, we were, we were thinking of our ideas for this. I was like, man, I don't know. Like is, I guess this one is kind of bold based on where this guy has been at, but I, you know, when you look at it overall, <laughs> Like, who knows what to expect from this situation um, here with the Chicago Bears? And it is the quarterback situation. It's all we've been talking about all offseason. Um, who's going to be the guy? Uh, how is this whole thing going to unfold? Uh, I have no idea. And so I think because of that, one bold prediction to lean on is the fact that I'm going to say Mitch Trubisky will wind up starting more games for the Bears than Nick Foles, which uh, I don't – I mean, Bears fans, they're not going to want to hear that. Um, but, again, yeah. this is this is just a bold prediction. And, and I don't know. Like, you know, we've seen stuff from teammates, too, talking about in the offseason how Trubisky's a different player and all this stuff. I don't – you wouldn't expect anything less probably from teammates at this point. You're not going to hear anybody just come out and say, wow, this guy isn't very good. Um, you know, it's just mm-hmm. not – this is not how it works. And so it's hard to gauge just based off teammates or coach speak. Like, we know how that goes, too. So I have no idea what to expect from this quarterback situation. Um, and, you know – Nick Foles at his best versus Mitch Trubisky at his best. I mean, you're probably going with Foles, I think, in that scenario, based on what we've seen in the recent years. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know, Foles had injury stuff too, and I don't know. Like, it's such a huge year for Trubisky. We know that. And so I will just go with this, again, not knowing what to expect in the situation, but this seems like one you could throw in there as a bold prediction just because – I don't know. Like, we have no idea what to expect from it. It's just, who knows at this point? I, yeah, I mean, if, if we, going into last season, it, after the Bears, they made the playoffs 12-4. and four. They lose in the first round in a heartbreaker. But Trubisky had some great, uh, pretty solid performances. And even on that last drive, led them down the field mm-hmm. to get that, what potentially was going to be the game-winning field goal. I think he's, so at that point, you would have been like, if you if you think ahead to 2020, if you told Bears fans, like, you'd be clamoring for him not to start. I mean, uh, it would have seemed a little ridiculous, even if you weren't, you know, 
definitely pleased with him being taken above some of the, yeah. the quarterbacks that he was, but you're still not going to give up on him. Now, one year later, everything last year was just so terrible. Obviously, he didn't have a ton to work with around him. Allen Robinson is amazing, but outside of that, it wasn't the most skilled offensive line. Uh, the running backs underperformed. Just There was a lot of things working against him, so the defense wasn't as good as well. So going into this year, I – yeah, I think Foles at this point, given his history with Nagy and all that, there's like an expectation kind of that he's going to be the number one guy, even though yeah. clearly, I mean, they haven't, they're not going to announce the, uh, I believe Nagy, so they're not going to announce the starting quarterback till next week. Um, at some point before the, the start of it, there's a lot of things, uh, articles written from reports about how uh, maybe Foles has an edge, but Trubisky isn't out of it, so I think it's on the bolder side because, yeah, just given, given the history with Foles and everything he's done uh, when he's obviously in Kansas City before Philadelphia as well. So he, but again, we saw what happened last season in Jacksonville. I wouldn't say uh, it's the same kind of situation. While there's maybe some issues with the offensive line and all of the weapons overall, um, I, I would say that I'd rather have Matt Nagy as my offense coordinator than what was going on last season in Jacksonville. Yeah. So. Maybe Foles will bounce back. It's a, a better culture. It's, I mean, even though they didn't make the playoffs last year, it sounds like everyone's still, uh, culture-wise, everything's still going pretty well there in Chicago. Maybe Foles will be the guy, but, uh, I mean, just watch out. I mean, if, they, if, if Trubisky has to come in there and he just does a few things well, Foles underperforms, I, I wouldn't be shocked by any means of Trubisky. This, this really kind of is his last, last shot. It feels like if he doesn't have a decent season, I think the Bears are ready to kind of completely move on. And I think this is yep. – I think they're still – it could come to a certain point, too. If they're not, if they're out of the playoff picture, what's the point in starting Foles and, uh, when you could probably for the last few games really see what you have with your Bisky? So there's a lot of things in play that could lead to this coming to fruition. Yep. We will see uh, what happens there. We've seen guys rise to occasion when, you know, their back's against the wall, and there's no doubt – I think for Trubisky, that's the case uh, going into this season. All right, we'll wrap it up with this one, Dylan. Uh, finally, an award pick here. Uh, we always love the awards <laughs> in terms of uh, picking who we think is going to win awards and everything. And, you know, if you go with MVP and all that, I think there's probably uh, two pretty clear-cut choices. Uh, so we're not going to make any bold cut, bold predictions uh, for that one. But uh, defense, uh, we all know, uh, very mm-hmm. important. And uh, we've talked about this defense and how much we're in love with it. Uh, and so when it comes to defensive player of the year, Everybody loves Aaron Donald, including Dylan, but uh, he's going to go a different direction here when it comes to uh, his defensive player of the year as one of his bold predictions. Yeah, it's a guy that uh, we, when we went through and we rated our best defenders in the NFL, I had him really high and uh, obviously just really high on what he's able to do the last couple seasons in Pittsburgh, and that's TJ Watt. I, I have him winning the defensive player of the year. I feel like it was maybe a bit of a surprise last year when Aaron Donald didn't win it for the third year in a row, and now there's no reason to not expect he'll be right in the conversation again. But, I, you know, at the end of the day, maybe Aaron Donald, if you just look at his own impact and what he's able to do, will end up being, because I feel like almost every year it's hard to not say he is the best defensive player. But in terms of the award, it's always going to be tied into stats, and Stephon Gilmore wins it last year with just being one of the most efficient uh, corners in the league, also racking up some picks and so many uh, breakups and just really difficult for any receiver to do anything on him. I could see T.J. Watt with all the talent they have on that defensive line. He already had, you know, obviously a really big season last year, but I just see his numbers going up and up and up. Uh, he's only getting better. Uh, Pro Football Focus had him, named him at their third best defensive player last season. I uh, definitely agree with he's right in that conversation with these guys. And yeah. not, not just on the, the total sacks he gets. I mean, the last couple of years uh, with going from 13 to 14.5, but also just the number of hits, tackles for loss. His impact is just so huge. 
Um, force, yeah, obviously forces a lot of fumbles, which uh, that's not exactly the easiest thing to do, but you've seen with Aaron Donald too, that these guys are, have a, a knack for finding the ball at the right moment. Um, I think it might come down to him and Aaron Donald at the end of the year. So yeah, that's why I think it's, it's bold to say anyone's not going to, anyone but Aaron's going to win it just given what his track record. But if someone's going to do it, I, I would bet on TJ Watt being the guy to do so. Yep. Uh, he's, he's, he's a good one. We know. And like we said, that defense is, man. They're loaded, mm-hmm. and uh, that's, you know, with Big Ben back and all that, it's it's very exciting probably to see what happens uh, with the Steelers this season. But uh, we'll let you know uh, exactly how far we think the Steelers may go uh, on our next episode. Quite a tease there. Uh, a lot of lot of experience here uh, building up these uh, <laughs> teasers and spoilers here throughout our near 100 episodes here on the podcast. But there you go. There are some bold predictions for the 2020 NFL season. Uh, we'll see if we get any of them right. Uh, probably not banking on it. Don't go out and, and run to uh, our friends at Bet Online and start betting on any of this because uh, we do not suggest that these are bold predictions for a reason. Uh, but we will get into uh, our predictions for the 2020 NFL season in our next episode of the podcast. But before, Dylan, uh, we're already putting up a lot of predictions uh, over clutch points. We're getting everybody ready for the start of the NFL season, plus uh, a lot of NBA, a lot of MLB, all that stuff going on as well. Yeah, you can follow the MLB uh, regular season games, NBA playoffs, and pretty soon, and just, yeah, by the time this podcast is out, I think it'll be exactly one week until the NFL opener. You can follow that all in the Clutch Points app. Uh, Follow along also on the website with all of our NFL news. We have an app as well. If you still have your fantasy drafts coming through, please search Fantasy Football on our website. We have tons of resources for that. Uh, yeah, I did a good job with all the different things we put together there, I feel like, uh, to help you with your drafts and hopefully uh, be a difference maker for you there. And, yeah, follow along the whole season for also, yeah, NBA on the website as well. But our podcast and the app on the website, everywhere you listen to podcasts. And excited, yeah, to finally narrow down our uh, – it's been really nice just talking about all these teams glowingly and being optimistic about everyone. But next episode we get to put some teams on the chopping block and really narrow down to our – playoff picks and ultimately our Super Bowl winners. Yep, uh we'll see. I I still haven't decided on mine yet, but uh nope, yeah. we, it's <laughs> it's going to be tough for some of these. Some will be easier than others, but uh some are going to be very difficult to choose. But hey, at least we have that extra playoff spot to work with. Uh, in each uh, the AFC and the NFC so maybe that'll help us out a little bit uh, with our predictions but yeah check out all this stuff over Clutch Points and again subscribe to the podcast any podcast app you use you can find it there and uh, thanks as always to the fine folks at uh, Blue Wire for all that they do and thank you as always for listening we'll talk to you guys next time here on the Established the Past Podcast And we've got to tell you about our friends at Bet Online. We've talked about them so much. And uh, listen, we're at the playoffs, and uh, we love the playoffs. NBA, NHL, playing for the gold. Our partners at Bet Online have you covered with all of it. Get in on all the action, including a new NBA bracket contest with plenty of chances to win. MLB season is pushing into fall, and there's no shortage of ways to bet with hundreds of odds, futures, and props. So take advantage of the return of sports, and remember, the casino never closes. You can check it out all day and all night at betonline.ag, and you can use the promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag, promo code BLUEWIRE, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.